Hey, good day, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to Total Wellness Radio. This is Dan Young, your host here in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Thank you so much for making Total Wellness Radio a part of your day. Today, we're going to depart a little bit from our normal routine, and we're going to introduce you to a young man by the name of Chris Miles with Money Ripples. Now, I can assure you, with the 20 years of clinical experience that I have working with people, that stress, financial stress, to be more specific, is one of the chief contributors to ill health. Chris is a cash flow expert. He's an anti-financial advisor. I think that's great. He's a leading authority in teaching people how to get their money working for them today. He is an author. He's also a podcast host of the Chris Miles Money Show. He's been featured in U.S. News, CNN Money, EO Fire, and has a proven reputation with his company, Money Ripples, at helping his clients get life-altering financial results. Here are the facts. He has personally, over the last nine years, helped his clients increase their cash flow by over $100 million. That's right, $100 million. So, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for making Total Wellness Radio a party of your day. And thank you for tuning in to this episode with Chris Miles of Money Ripples, episode 216 on Total Wellness Radio. Good day, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to Total Wellness Radio. Your host, Dan Young, here in Cheyenne, Wyoming. And today, we've got a, a bit of a departure from my norm. Um, I've, got, uh, I've got Chris Miles on the phone with me. He's the founder of Money Ripples. And, and I'll tell you, the reason I approached Chris um, is because this topic is something that not only do clients find is a contributing stress factor to their ill health, okay, that's one thing that we look at, but as Chris and I were talking just before we started recording here is that practitioners seem to have this real big stigma about money. And, I, and as I informed him, I'm certainly not one of them. Uh, I try to keep it in its proper perspective. It's a value measurement, right, in my community. Um, it just, it's a gauge of how much value I'm bringing to the community, but I certainly don't do it for the money. Um, and so I'm thankful that he has, he's agreed to, uh, to do a kind of a diverted you know, from our normal routine on a podcast here, and we're going to go into some some issues on how to be healthy from a, a money perspective. Chris, thank you so much for joining me on today's uh, Total Wellness Radio. Hey, it's a pleasure to be here, Dan. So Chris is the founder of Money Ripples. Um, he has literally helped hundreds of thousands of people uh, internationally. He used to be the vice president of the coaching section of Freedom Fast Track Company, and has been featured in U.S. News, CNN Money, uh, bankrate.com and on and on and on has literally helped over 600 clients and this seems like it's almost like I don't want to say this wrong it's not the lower end scale but about 600 people save um, you know on an average find on an average of about 34,000 a year that is being wasted or or mismanaged or could be improved uh, by those numbers and so um, I'm thankful that you agreed to be on this today I know that you know one of the things that from a client standpoint that comes up a lot is people love what we do and can't afford it Mm-hmm. So helping them find money to make sure that their health is a priority might be some of the things. But in the bigger picture, we work with a lot of practitioners across the country to help them with their practice side of things. And so we want to really make sure and, and plug them into your wisdom as well. So my first question is always, Chris, what was it that, I mean, everybody has a story, right? Everyone know, is, is doing what they're doing for a reason or a specific, like something took place with them financially for you maybe, or you watch something that you didn't want to experience, like, wow, how do I position myself to not have that happen to me financially? So what was it that brought you into uh, this path of becoming the anti-financial advisor? I like that. I read that about you. 
Yeah, you know, the, the main thing that got me to that path is, you know, I started out as the traditional mainstream financial advisor, right? I'd be like the equivalent of the mainstream doctor that prescribes all the medication to you. Okay. You know, like the stuff that's proven not to work, you know? And, uh, and so that's kind of how I started. I did that for four years. Okay. And I'm one of those people like, I like to see proof in the pudding, right? Like I want to see that things actually work. And when I started inheriting clients, I had decades of advice from advisors. And this is even back around Y2K time, right? And even after that, I realized nobody was becoming financially free. Yep. And I thought, well, that's, that stinks, you know? And, and I remember there was even a friend that brought up to me. He's like, well, how many of your clients are financially free? None, not even the retired doctors. Like they're even freaked out about money. Like they're not mentally free. They might have enough money, yeah. but they're not mentally free. Yep. And uh, he's like, well, how about you financial advisors? Because if anybody's got to figure it out, how about you guys? And I'm like, well, none of us. <laughs> we all need the commissions or whatever, yeah. right? You know, yeah. if there's, you know, the ongoing passive streams of income or residual or whatever. So, you know, I was like, okay, none of us are free. And he's like, well, there's a problem for you, you know? Yeah. And, and so I went away from that mainstream, vowed never to teach about money again. I was just going to teach ballroom dancing and do mortgages. Yeah. And um, I know, side note, I used to be one of the nation's top amateur ballroom dancers. Right on. So, uh, is there some YouTube so anyways, out there of yeah, that? So I was kind of going that route. Is there some YouTube and, uh, out there of that? You on the on the ballroom floor? Right now? Yeah. Oh heck no, no. <laughs> that was like thirty pounds ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, now I can't keep up with the young kids that are half my age now. Gotcha. <laughs> but uh, you know, but yeah, I mean that's so that's kind of where I started, and then but of course people kept coming to me asking me questions. And what happened in 2006 is I was actually able to, even though I didn't have a ton of money, I was able to figure kind of the recipe, the formula out, and mm-hmm. I was able to retire the first time when I was 28 years old. And then, I, and then of course, I went through, you know, I came out of retirement in 2007 to start teaching that. You know, we mentioned Freedom Fast Track. I was with them yep. when we started the company. Yep. Um, and, then, uh, and then, of course, right then, the recession hit. And I went from millionaire to upside down, right? And uh, which was awesome. It was a good piece of humble pie there. <laughs> and uh, it was really cool because I stopped teaching people how to get out of the rat race because that's why I was teaching people all the time. And I couldn't be in integrity and do that. So I switched up to teach people how to get resourceful and how to find cash to then be able to do mm-hmm. stuff, right? Because mm-hmm. that's the thing people said. They're like, man, I'd love to do something, but I don't have, I can't, I don't have any money. Yeah. And, and I remember thinking in the back of my mind, I wasn't saying this verbally. I was thinking, well, man, if – you know, if if I'm in as much trouble as I am, where I'm over a million dollars in debt, I know your situation is not nearly that bad. I bet you can find stuff. Yeah. So I would tell them, what if I could find you the money? Would that be cool? And they're like, well, yeah. And so I would use the stuff that I was learning from my own experience, using that, and and that's where uh, eventually, like, I got connected with some groups like um, chiropractors. I coached over 300 different chiropractors personally, you know, and helped them and doing stuff, cash flow and dentists and. Yeah, you know, anesthesiologist, right? So, and uh, yeah, and ever since then, I was actually able to retire again. This time, doing it the right way. Yes, three years ago. Good for you. Congratulations. And what is your current age? Forty-two now. Yeah. So, see, this notion of here's one of the things that you bring up, right? This notion of well, I get to retire at sixty-five. Why so late in life? Yeah, that makes no sense. Why not? No, your life is gone. Yeah. I mean, well, you're definitely, you're definitely over, you know, you're in the second half for sure. So what do you yeah, find to be... Yeah, you're not dead, but yeah. you got so much more life ahead of you, you know? Yeah. What do you find to be one of the most exciting aspects of what you're teaching people now, Chris? Hope. Yeah. I think really bringing hope that people didn't realize is possible, right? Yeah. Um, 
I mean, give you an example. I had a, I had a, had a doc up in, uh, up in, I think it was camera Wisconsin, or Minnesota, up in the Midwest, right? Okay. Way up in the cold areas, and uh, he he was sixty two years old, and he had actually his practice had declined three years in a row, right? I mean, he he was getting to the point where he was burning out. He's yep. like, okay, we can't go this pace. I was I used to be really profitable, doing great. Yep. But things just business isn't the way it used to be, and things are winding down, and and now I'm burning out, and I hate my practice, right? And, and there was a lot of different reasons. There were some mindset reasons too, too but I'm one of those people, I think there's a one, two punch. Like there's gotta be the mindset, but you gotta have some strategy with it too. Yep. There's gotta be, a, a, you gotta have both. You can't yes. just talk about money and, and hope that it appears, right? right. There's gotta be an action that follows it up with the right mindset. Yeah. And so, you know, I was looking at a situation and I said, all right, you know what we could do here? You got like a half a million dollars sitting in IRAs doing nothing and losing money in the stock market, right? What if we could take a hundred thousand of that, pay on a few loans, refinance your mortgage, do a few things to the point where we could actually, I can guarantee to free up forty two hundred a month. That's fifty thousand dollars a year. And what shocked me was his response. He said, "Yeah, but Chris, how am I going to retire?" I was like, <laughs> "Okay, what's the purpose of retirement? Cash flow, hundred thousand dollars to make fifty thousand a year. That's a fifty percent rate of return." Yeah. Yeah, but how am I going to retire? Oh my gosh! Like, and I, I went back and forth for like five minutes, and finally, his wife, because it's usually the wives that get it first. Yes, his wife said, "I know this makes sense." That what? What are you whining about? Like, you still have four hundred thousand dollars. You're not even touching. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's just not doing it anyways. And so he finally reluctantly did it. You know, we did exactly as I said. He freed up exactly as I said he would. You yeah. know, which was forty two hundred bucks a month, right? Yeah. Fifty thousand a year. Well, here's what's cool. I mean, we did a few more other strategies. We found some tax things too, where um, we freed up another ten thousand, fifteen thousand off that um, per year on his taxes, and then uh, and then from there, what happened is that because he had freed up that money, he relaxed. Yep. When he relaxed, he started to actually be happier. Yep. Well, it's interesting when his new patients would come in to talk to him, he was in a better mood, right? He was he was in a better state of mind and a better state of being. And his practice he, took he, off again. What's that? And his practice took off again. It sure did. Another yep. two to three thousand a month within just a few months, and he was loving his life. He was loving his practice. He was back on fire with his mission of of, of healing people. Yep. And that's the key. Yeah. One of the things that I want to make sure people understand that would will listen to this podcast is that you and I, 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 I just really sense strongly we're money's not everything, right? It's like way mm-hmm. down the list unless you don't have enough. And then we, what you see, and you've seen it more than I, but it becomes everything. It 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 it, it monopolizes our thoughts, our our emotions. It, it it increases that stress. If we're if we're prone to having any kind of illness at all, it amplifies it. Um, you know, this is one of those things that money. When you get the when you get the right perspective about that, and get the right strategy in place, as you say, not just the understanding of it and the mindset, but the strategy to drive it. It's no different than a person that wants to get well from insomnia, okay? There's mm-hmm. some things you can do. Now, here's the strategy to get you there. It's no different, right? In terms of having somebody get healthy physically, um, they can also experience health financially. And most people don't. I mean, we've heard this number all my all my adult life. I've heard the number that only like two out of 100 are going to be financially independent. Most people still don't even know what that means. They think it's, oh, I got a million bucks in the bank, right? And I'm living off interest. That's what they, right? I mean, the mindset yep. is just wacko. So let's back up a little bit and take it down a couple of steps. What what two or three key things could you share 
with somebody who's earning, you know, whatever the average is here in Wyoming is 48,000 or 52,000, something like that household income. When you, when you work with people like that, still it's about the mindset and the strategy. Is, is the amount really the issue or is it the mindset and the strategy that's most important? Which is it? It's both. Is it yeah, both? Yeah, it really okay. is. I mean, but I, I have seen people that have come back um, making less income than those that were already making great income with lots of savings, right? Um, you know, give an example. I had a, I had a doc in, in Manhattan. Now, Manhattan has much higher quality of life than Wyoming, right? Sure, sure. And, but he was only making 60000 a year. You know, so he's pretty much in poverty. Wow. He was a chiropractor out there, passionate guy, most awesome guy you've ever met. But he was just not bringing in money. And yeah. so one of the first things we had to do with him is we had to start looking at the money, like tracking the money. It's like what's money's coming in and what money's going out. Understand that from a saver mentality, they only look at the money going out, the expenses, right? The spender mentality only looks at the money coming in. Yep. And they ignore the expenses, right? <laughs> uh, that's me. That's my that's my profile, yeah. Yeah, spenders ignore their expenses. <laughs> yep. Stewards look at both. Stewards take the best of the spender and the saver and they put it into one, right? Okay. So the, so stewards say, all right, I'm going to look at income and expenses okay. because I need a full flow. It's just like blood. Blood's got to flow through the body. That's what creates life. Yep. Water flows, you create life. So you got to see the full flow. And that's one of the first things we did with them is we started looking at that. You know, then we started looking at things like, yeah, we looked at some taxes, but a lot of it was even in the practice too. It was like, what, what do you have going on there? And, yep. but I'll tell you, the cool thing is that when we talked about mindset, he was already studying it like a, a monster, right? Like yeah. a, as some people say he's in beast mode, right? Yeah. 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 He was just consuming it. And, and even when he would fly out to Utah here, he'd fly out his whole team. He would fly them out. even though he doesn't have a whole lot of money, right? His practice was doing well, but he wasn't bringing home a lot. He was like the, one of the lowest paid employees, right? Right. But he still would fly everybody out to get them all on the same page. And I'll tell you, like I had clients that were had several hundred thousand to invest and make money off of. Yep. But they would take longer because they were trying to rely only on the money. Yep. Right. Yep. And there's ways to use the money to create passive income. I teach that all the time. But with him, what was interesting is three years later, I, I follow up with him. It's like, hey, how are things going? How's life? He's like. Man, like we're making, I'm making now personally over $300,000 a year. Yeah. Things are awesome. Things are amazing. Yeah. It's great. You know, I've saved tons of money. I mean, he's now on a better trajectory than the people that were already a decade or two ahead of him. Yeah. You know? So it's both. Yep. Okay. I agree. Spenders and savers, right? You got to blend of both. Huh? You got to look at both avenues. Yep. You got it. So the, it sounds like you have a similar challenge with working with your clients that I do. And that's the educational piece, right? Helping to break some mindsets and some molds and get rid of faulty information. W would mm -hmm. that be fair to say that that's your biggest challenge and what Absolutely. you do? Absolutely. Okay. Yep. The money part's easy. It's the mindset that's the, str the struggle. Yep. Okay. You and I share the same uh, pains, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who teaches principle will fall find that same thing because if somebody understands true principles, yes. it's easy to teach the strategy to go with the principles, right? 100%. If they don't believe in true, true principles, it's like saying, hey, you know what? Milk does a body good. Pass it on. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> when you buy into those myths, yep. you, know, you end up completely hurting yourself. It doesn't matter how much you work out or what you do with your health, yep. you'll ruin it. Yep. 100% true. So what is the way that you primarily focus today? I know you mentioned earlier you're kind of like in a retirement mode at 42, which is awesome. 
What do you what do you focus on with clients now as terms of products, services, education? What do you what are you doing to stay active? I mean, I know that from the standpoint of not having some of those financial worries, that's awesome. But there's at forty two, you still have forty years of giving left, right? I mean, so exactly. what are you doing in that area? Yeah, I have like so I'm basically working part time now. Um, I've got two two active things that I do. I mean, one is my podcast, right? I have the Chris Miles Money Show that I do, and that's the way I always direct people first. Gotcha. Because if they're saying like, "Well, what do I need to do to get started?" Like, listen to that. Like, understand the mindset and some of the principles behind that. Because if you understand that, it'll be much easier to teach you the strategies as a client, right? Hundred percent. And so I do that, of course, and I've I've been doing that. I've actually now I'm almost near 350 episodes, and and just loving everything that's been happening and the the growth from that. So that's that's been a thing that's kept me on fire and kept me going. Yeah. Um, and then of course, still part time consulting. You know, where I'll I'll coach clients and say, all right, you know, and most people will come to me saying, hey, Chris, I want to practice because I want to. Yes. Not because I have to. Yep. Right. Like I love what I do. In most cases, sometimes I get people who are like, I just want out of my practice. Get me retired now, right? Like, how do we do it fast and early without gambling the stock market? Like, how can I do it quickly? Right. Um, and uh, and that kind of thing, which is great. You know, like I find on average at least forty thousand a year mm-hmm. we can help increase cash flow the first year alone, and that's increasing every year. Sure. You know, um, but I mean that's that's the thing that's fun because that keeps me on point, right? It keeps me understanding, like my finger on the pulse of knowing what people truly want, right? And so I do that. I even help them figure out how to like get their money, paying them twice and things like that. Like all the strategies, it, essentially just getting their money work for them so they don't have to work so hard for money. Sure. Yeah. You know, a friend of mine always likes to say that you, uh, you don't live to work, you work to live. Right. And so, yeah. um, you know, people have that reverse flow and because of that reverse flow, the stress, the, you know, the wear down, tear down mentally, physically, the illnesses, I mean, it's all, it all is, is tied together, right? I see it and yes. I know you've seen it a, a lot too. So would you say that regardless of a person's income, if they plug into the Money Show podcast, they're going to pick up pearls and things that they can start understanding and working with and help that mindset and strategy? Is that is that what I'm hearing? Absolutely. I mean, income helps. I mean, having assets help. But, sure. Uh, like I said, like it's not a necessary you know point because, like for example, one of the things I see with practitioners is a big issue um, from a principal standpoint is that they believe it's a zero sum game, right? Uh-huh. They believe that if I'm going to be a good person, you know, there has to be a winner and a loser. So if I'm a good person, I've got to lose so that somebody else wins. <laughs> exactly. And vice versa. If I'm a jerk, I'm going to try to win and take something from somebody else and they're going to lose. And the truth is, is that an abundant universe out there, like there's more than enough and to spare. Yep. And in fact, I learned this just from personally because I used to believe that too. I was the kind of person who would give and give and give. Yep. And then sacrifice myself. I'd be a martyr. Yep. And the truth is that nobody, a martyr cannot serve to the full extent of their God-given abilities, right? 100%. 100% so that's, true. that's a big thing right there. So even those people that are like, I got to change my mindset around just how I see money that I understand that there's a formula that dollars follow the value I create for other people. That's right. And if I want more money and I'm willing to ask for more money, yep. but still is willing to serve and add more value, I can justify it. And, and I'll tell you, that's how I retired the first time is I obsessed over instead of how do I lose so somebody else can win, it became how do I create a win-win? Yep. And all of a sudden, we all, everybody prospered, not, yep. just, not just the other person. Yeah. Beck and I just spent the weekend in Chicago this last weekend at the Trinity Health Expo. A lot of, you know, a lot of vendors, a lot of product sales kind of things, but there's a lot of practitioners there too. We did a mix, uh, meet and mingle Saturday night. We've never been there before. We just did it. We had hoped to have about 23 practitioners there. We had 32. 
okay? What happened was, and we did a private room at Banana's Restaurant there at the Tinley Center, and, and it, was, it was a lot of fun, but 90% of the people in the room are either haven't started a practice yet and have all their money invested in like their education and, and understanding how to naturally help people, and there's some there that have been in practice for anywhere from one to three years, maybe they had 10 or 15 clients, and they were giving it away. Unbelievable wow. poverty mindset. I cannot understand why people have fallen into that, that it's, it's an altruistic thing. Like you said, a zero-sum game is the game to play, and it's a dog loser, right? They can't, it's not sustainable. On any level, it's not sustainable. I mean, if you, if you want to give it all away, fine. Develop a million-dollar-a-year practice cash and give 800000 away. Fine. Be, do right. that, right? But don't, be, don't play the martyr game, right? Like what you're talking about. Exactly. so true. Who would you like to uh, give some uh, some credit to as far as uh, having positive influence on you and the direction you've gone in your in your financial career? Anybody come there to mind? There are so many great um, mentors. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, well, Robert Kiyosaki was kind of like the start, right? Really? Like, okay. Ed Poor Dad, you know that kind of thing just changed my mindset. I was a financial advisor reading that book. Yeah. Somehow I was trying to justify it that it meant that I, you know, it was somehow supporting financial advisor, which it was not doing. He's kind of like the original guy that was poo-pooing all of our financial advisors, right? Yep. Um, and then there was, a, there was guys like uh, Les McGuire, who actually died in a plane wreck in 2006. I, I follow his show, his radio show, a lot wow. back in those days. He was a millionaire, you know, taught a lot of the same principles. In fact, he was the one that was partners with Gary Gunderson, okay. who I had worked with for six years before we broke off and created our own companies and, okay. and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, there's lots of mentors along the way, but I'll tell you, like those are the two biggest influences when it came to how I saw money. Yeah, you know, one of the guys that I, you know, Larry Burkett was kind of from my my day back in the '90s. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you had, uh, you know, obviously you got, uh, oh, you know, there's uh, can't remember his name right now, but he's pretty popular. Um, you know, it's a spinoff on stuff, right? It's like my deal was is no debt, right? That's my big thing is how are you gonna how are you gonna prosper? Uh, to the maximum when you're when you've allocated money you have no guarantee you're going to earn and you've pledged it into the future to uh-huh. mortgage companies and credit cards and automobiles and things of that nature so i come from that generation back in the 80s 90s where when my career was right. first kicking off that said you know debt is you know it's an instrument it's a tool but unfortunately for 98% of the people out there it's very intoxicating it's like a addictive drug sure. it's like whip out the card and and they don't realize that, you know, those people want their money back and they want it back with interest, right? I mean, that's, yeah. you know, that's, that's a dog loser as far as, you know, part of the strategy to avoid. So, um, you know, that's, for me, that's what I was always focused on is like, just be debt free. And then, you know, you'll have the resources to go into things that you have to offer and things you're going to teach on your podcast and things like that. So, yeah. What is your viewpoint on debt? Is that a, is that a no-no in most cases? You know- I look at it from the perspective of the Bible in some ways, you know, like there's a, there's an example in the Bible of called the parable of the talents, Yep. where there's three servants that each of them go into debt, right? Each of them are given a certain amount of money. But what's interesting is that, you know, the one was given five, five sums of money. One was given two sums. The other was given one sum. Yep. Um, The one that was given five went out and made use of money was a good wise steward and made five more. He made 10 total and he came back in the, the master said, well done, thou good faithful servant. You know, I gave you stewardship over a few things. I'll now make you a master over many. Yep. Come into my kingdom. The person with two made two more. Got the same exact reward, regardless of how much. What's interesting is the one that had one buried it, didn't lose it. 
he basically was the Dave Ramsey <laughs> of that's the guy uh, I was thinking yeah, of right yeah he, he was like no I paid it back but the Lord's like that's not what I gave it to you for right you, know, you were you weren't a wise steward you knew what I required get out of here I'm gonna take the one that you had and give it to the guy that made ten and that's how I view debt is that you're absolutely correct that 90% plus, 95% plus percent of people don't know how to use debt correctly. Right. When I have people use debt, um, a lot of times I'll have them restructure it sometimes to free up the cash flow because you're right. You don't want to be burdened with high payments. The problem is when people are anti-debt, like ultra, ultra saver hoarder type mentalities, is that they try to pay it off too quickly and they put themselves in dangerous positions. Yep. I like to be people where there's plenty of room between income and expenses. Yep. They, can, they live within their means. Not because they're debt-free, but because they've got the debt manageable. And then if they're going to leverage debt, we use it like where we go and – like for example, somebody's – like I had a couple in Hawaii. They're like, OK, we got 800000 of equity and a home equity line of credit we could use. The payment on 800000 is only $1,900 a month. That's it. I mean, cheap use of money. Yeah. And uh, the husband wanted to use it. The wife was scared to use it. Yeah. And so I said, well, 1900 a month for 800000 What if we use that to buy more assets, like real assets, like buy real property? Not right. someone who says they buy property, but buy the real property that's cash flowing. Yes. You, know, you could cash flow easily about seven to $8,000 a month, pay your 1900 a month, and then some. And so yep. Yep. that is the kind of like my stewardship. If you know what you're doing, right? Yep. And that's what I help train people to do. Yep. It's amazing you can create. And and that's, and that's that was no money out of pocket. That was just money that was already in equity in their home. Yeah. That they were like, wait, we could actually retire. We could even like sell our business, which would give us more money. Yeah. And we could even way above and beyond what we need. And yep. they even said, hey, maybe we'll move to the mainland because Hawaii is getting too expensive, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, I heard a guy say one time, and it's absolutely true. I've met people that <clears throat> I've met people that earned five thousand dollars a month, and I met people that earned two hundred thousand dollars a month. And the guy making yeah. two hundred thousand could be a financial failure, a financial flop. And the guy making five grand a month could be blissfully happy, secure, right? I mean, the amount yeah. is not the issue; it's the mindset and the strategy. That's exactly absolutely. Yeah. It yeah. all comes back to cash flow. When you have more cash, when you have more profit, that creates options. And when you have more options, that's how you create freedom. Yeah, it's a hundred percent right. And I've seen that too. I'm in match my groups of very successful investors, but they feel like they're they're chained to their own business, right? Yeah. Where if you have that passive streams or residual streams of income coming in, you don't feel that way. Yeah. Chris, we've touched on a couple of things that people need to really plug into regardless of how much money they're currently earning or their debt or whatever. One is to you kind of a you give them kind of a you know a warning about being too much on the spender side or too much on the saver side. You need a blend. So I definitely picked that up. The other is you talked about having the right mindset and strategy. So I want to kind of revisit that. What's one more tip that will stand out in the minds of our listeners own little pearl that you can throw out there for them as we get ready to wrap this up. Yeah, I'll, I'll just say that cash flow is everything. It's not the amount of money you have. It's not the amount of income you're earning. In fact, sometimes less income can work. You know, I had someone who was a health coach. She only needed 2000 bucks a month. Yep. She had 200,000 sitting in mutual funds, right? And she's like, I, don't, I will never be able to retire because in the traditional financial world, yes, you're only. I think I lost you. We got a little blank airspace going on here, Chris. That's fine. Can you hear me now? Okay, go back and so, I, go back to your. We're gonna leave that in there because the technical difficulties is is part of life, right? Go yeah. back to your, go back to your health coach. She needed two thousand a month. She had two hundred thousand mutual funds and 
And the financial advisor will say, only live on two or 3% a month, right? That's it. So they say, because you don't want to run out of money too early. So if you think two or 3% of 200,000, that's only 4,000 to 6,000 a year you're going to live on. That's, you know, four or 500 bucks a month. Not enough. Not going to happen. So I told her, we could take that 200,000. We could go and invest it. Even if we earned, you know, 10, 12% a year just in like in contractual returns, right? Yep. Different investments could be in real estate or could be in other things. Like right there, you could make between sixteen hundred and two thousand dollars a month of that money. She's like, "Well, I only need fifteen hundred a month to live." I'm like, "Ta-da! You did it!" She's and she was even saying, "If I can even do this in five years, where I only co- health coach people three hours in the morning and then I'm done, that would be a dream." I was like, "How could it be that you would have to coach zero hours, not just in five years, but in one year?" Wow. So now you coach not because you have to, because you want, want to. to. Mindset and strategy. It's all mindset, like and seeing what's possible. And some people say, "Well, that seems too good to be true." And then she said that same thing. She's like, "Are you kidding me? Like, are you messing with me now?" I'm like, "No." Like, <laughs> it's this, the truth. Why does everybody know about this? I'm like, "There's a, a few million people that are already doing this." Yes. But unfortunately, the masses and the media, especially those that are you know like financial institutions, they don't want you to do that stuff because no. it takes money out of their hands. Yep. They want you to put money with them, leave it there forever. Yep. yep. Never touch it. Yep. And so. You understand that almost everything you've been taught, just like in the health industry, everything you've been taught financially has come from a skewed sense of marketing and advertising. Yep. Just and, and by the way, principles are true no matter where it is. High risk creates high returns. They say money that doesn't work with health. Well, you can't take high risk with your health and get better better and health. Get better That's returns. Right. It's not gonna. It's not an impossibility. Yeah. No, and yeah. it's the same thing with money. Like you got to question everything you've been taught, yep. and that will set you free. Yep. Hundred percent. You know, the average person doesn't realize it because they don't look at the big picture. The average person in this country is a millionaire. If you make 40000 a year, if you were, make 25000 a year for 40 years, that's a million bucks. Yeah. But here's the problem. With the things you just said, they keep it, right? Yes. The institutions figure out a way to get that. Your million bucks that you worked for for 40 years, and they, they make themselves wealthy with it. And so I, you know, I knew I appreciate would would appreciate having you on. I know it's kind of a, a you know, a little switcheroo for Total Wellness Radio, but it's a part of being well. And I appreciate you sharing that with us. Yep. Yep. Financial, and I'll tell you, like people always ask me, they're like, I don't think I can afford to eat, you know, like organic and holistic foods and things like that. I'm like, yeah, you can. Like, yeah. you can afford whatever you prioritize. Like, I know 100%. drug addicts that will find any way possible to get to drugs. Yep. You can do it, especially if you, you question everything you've been taught. And, and that's why I even have on my website, the, I have a free ebook called Beyond Rice and Beans. Ah. Seven Secrets for Cash Today. Yeah. Um, it actually shows how my average client freed up 34000 a year. Um, so the top seven strategies to do that. And so then if you're, what's if you're your... not going to think, or even if you have you know, patience to say, yep. I can't afford this stuff. Tell them, go check out that book. It's free. It's a serious, a literal like 28 pages because I put page breaks in there. Gotcha. So it's that short, <laughs> short and to the point, effective, you know. Chris Miles, founder of Money Ripples. Thank you so much for being on Total Wellness Radio. I can't thank you enough, actually. And I'm sure we're going to continue our relationship. I got some ideas, all right, just from talking with you the last 30 minutes. Um, you have the Money Show podcast on iTunes. And what is your, uh, what is your website, Chris, so we can uh, direct people to get that uh, ebook from you? Yeah, it's moneyripples.com. R-I-P-P-L-E-S, moneyripples.com. Chris, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate you. You bet. Thank you for having me. All right, everybody. This is going to wrap it up this episode of Total Wellness Radio. Enjoy and have a blessed day.
everybody, this is April Martinez, CNHP with Living with Elevation Natural Health Center, and you're listening to the Total Wellness Radio Podcast. Well, that will do it for this episode of Total Wellness Radio. Thank you again so much for tuning in. And if you enjoyed our podcast, you should really check out our website at countrydoctornutritionalcenter.com. There you're going to find up-to-date blog posts and free downloads to enhance your journey in natural health. Again, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Total Wellness Radio.